in episode 113. It's going to look terrible, at least the first few times. <laughs> That's, so, you know, don't let that stop you. Don't let that, don't let that freak you out. Because when that happened to me, with the first time I tried putting on foundation, I was like, where did all these pores come from? I look horrible. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, it's the whole like gender being an input output process thing, right? You know, I can get on discord. I can, I can put up a picture of myself as Maddie and people relate to that person. And I respond to those signals as though I am that person, even if I'm not wearing any of the stuff, what if something goes wrong and, and people like I'm you here. and people like you and people like you who look at it and go, what if it's awesome? This might be great. I might have a good time. This could be a really great experience. Now that's Miss Maddie here in part two of my Curious conversation in three separate clips talking about how to overcome mistakes when beginning with makeup, how she considers gender an input-output thing, and how people like me, Giselle Marisol, are helping people like Maddie be their best selves. Maddie continues where she left off from part one, and if you enjoyed part one, well, you won't want to miss part two. Maddie's back here on the Cross Yas podcast, so... You ready to hear part two? Yes! Yes, yes, yes! Yes, 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 yes! Cross Yes Podcast with Giselle Mirasol. Yes! Yes! Yes, 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 yes! Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to the Cross Yes Podcast. The podcast that still says yes to everything related to cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender. You know me, I'm Giselle Mirasol. I host this podcast. I interview lovely guests and, well, I tell my story and have guests tell their story. Supporting this podcast is easy. Find the website crossyaspodcast.com and click on our Patreon links. We've got bonus stuff for you to enjoy. If you're looking for even more support, you can chat with me, Sierra, or other exciting Cross Yas listeners on our Cross Yas Confidential Discord, which is also available on our website. And finally, if you found Maddie's story relatable, fascinating, and downright moving, and have your own personal story that's cross-dressing, sexuality, and or gender related, but let's be real, you're hesitant and scared to talk to someone. Well, don't be, because you're probably wondering, hmm, I wonder if someone wants to hear my story. Well, duh, you should know that my ass is really nosy and I'm pretty helpful. So the answer to your burning question is aloud. It's also a loud, as in this isn't quiet. No, it's really freaking loud. Shout out Joy for that clarification that I can't unhear now. Hi, Joy. Well, the answer to your burning question is aloud and aloud. Frickin' yes! Hit me up to Zell at CrossYasPodcast.com, DM me on Instagram at CrossYasPodcast, or chat me up on Discord, Rochi underscore Mochi pound 7325. Looking forward to it. Welcome back, CrossYas listener. Happy to have you back so soon. I don't usually do a back-to-back with a Curious conversation, but here we are. Part one you heard yesterday and had a lot of different topics that Maddie and I covered, so you'll see how part two isn't that different. Absolutely thrilled to have her part of this podcast, and I can't wait for you to hear more from her. We left off in part one with me asking Maddie about the term gender fluid and how she relates to it. You'll see what she has to say about that and a whole lot more here in part two and episode 113. Going to dive headfirst back into my curious conversation right now. So let's go. Enjoy, everyone. I don't know. Sometimes I think I do. I know you've had those thoughts of, this seems like something I could do all the time, but then it's like, fuck, I really like that part of me. So then that's, is that gender fluidity? Is that just, I don't know. I think I struggle with that too. Like, what are you? <laughs> what are you? 
right? What is yeah, I, I don't even know what to do with that term, gender fluidity. Because I, I, I don't know if anyone agrees on whether it's, it's about gender expression or gender identity. And I can't get my head around gender identity being fluid. That, that sounds... That sounds like a split personality to me, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm just I'm just speaking from 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 my own, just like trying to like wait. How does that work? I'm not saying that. I'm definitely not saying that people that I gen- identify as having a fluid gender identity are that there's any pathology to that, right? You know, I'm not. You're, you're not. Right. That's that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm, I'm I'm not speaking to anyone else's experience. Just that. I just can't make sense of it. Same thing for non non-binary doesn't make sense to me either. It just I don't know if it's just that I'm old and like the term didn't exist in the 90s when I was figuring out my yeah, identity, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. But but uh, but I also get frustrated by terms that are too loose that don't have a clear enough definition, right? Cuz like right now non-binary is just like anything in between cis and trans. And um right. You know, in in some cases, it's like no, I feel like both sometimes, and and that's the way some people describe it, and and some other people are like, I just want to opt out of gender. I'm like, but you can't opt out of yeah, you can't you can't opt out. What? <laughs> it's uh, gender is yeah. a really complicated social input output process. You're sending sending gendered signals all the time. You're receiving gendered signals constantly. Most of them you're not aware of because gender is so like hegemonic in the human experience. So I don't I don't know. Gender queer makes sense to me as a catch-all term, but like I don't I don't know why that one works and gender fluid doesn't uh, or non-binary doesn't, right? Cuz queer. <laughs> right. Gender queer just sounds more like you could be anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. and, and 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 I feel like that's what it communicates. It's not really designed to to really answer a question. It's just it's just designed to say uh, I don't know, other. <laughs> right. And I, I mean, sometimes I like bi-gender, although I, I don't think it's, it's just, it's assumes that there's a binary and then it's like, okay, well, what about those people who aren't, but then there's gender non-conforming and I'm like, well, yeah, then like you said, like, but you have to conform. <laughs> like, yeah. how do you not? And they're like, well, oh, I don't to, want to be it's it's not, like, okay. Yeah. It's not even necessarily that you have to conform. It's just that you have to interface with it in some way. Oh, true. Yeah. 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 You have to, yeah, you're going to experience it somewhere. Right. It's such right. an interesting, I mean, even in the podcast and like when I started, I just wanted to talk about my cross-dressing sex stories. And then it was just like, <laughs> people wanted to talk about theirs and then they had their own like struggles with identity. And I feel like everybody who's been on this podcast has considered transitioning or is currently transitioning Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, or has transitioned. I'm like, God damn, what did I do? Like, what the hell? Something in the cross the podcasting water, <laughs> the cross yes podcasting water that everyone's transitioned. Not that, so, um, yeah. I, I mean, I haven't. But, uh-huh. you well, but I mean, like maybe that's where, I, like, my whole point about crossdresser erasure. Maybe that's where I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe it, it is true that every crossdresser is a trans woman waiting to happen. It doesn't. That doesn't fit for me. But maybe I'm maybe I'm weirder than I thought. <laughs> no, but then I think that too. Like I've thought about medically transitioning, but never taking hormones. That was weird. Oh. I also had my sex escapades when I was fucking all sorts of cross-dressing men and trans women and queer people. And then, like, like I told you, I told a podcast, like, I never came. <laughs> they did, but I was just like, am yeah. I supposed to enjoy that? Am I just, was I supposed to get it on this too? Because I didn't, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> right. Yeah. Did I get some? No, none. And then, you know, I've thought about having boobs. I've thought about breast implants, but I never thought about like fully becoming a woman until I um, almost was catfished by a person. And I was like, yeah, I'll, sure. I'll do it. But for the fuck of it, like somebody yeah. was like, Oh yeah, I'll pay for everything. Like, okay. <laughs> That's the worst wow. part of me is wow. I'm just going to say, okay. Yeah. All right. 
True. I mean, I won't, I won't even get a tattoo. So maybe that speaks to why <laughs> part of why I'm not interested in like severely modifying my body. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah. 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 It's something I struggle with. I don't, I mean, you are weird, but I am weird too. Cause like, I only like dressing up every now and then. Like, yeah. Um, like, well, I, go, not... I go months at a time. I just went three months without dressing at all. And that was actually one of the shorter what? breaks I've taken. Yeah. Nice. I went a whole year. I went like yeah. nine months, 10 months from March to January, February of this year, dressing up. And I was just like, I don't, I don't need it. I mean, I wear panties every now and then, but I'm like, they're just softer. I don't know. <laughs> like, I wasn't like, well, my dick today identifies as female as a vagina. Like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. it's, just, it's just, it's here. I need something to block stuff. I don't know. Oh, that's probably actually a good footnote for my, my, what I was saying about not owning any women's panties. I actually like, I do wear like really gay men's underwear. Um, there's a, a website called underwear expert. That's like one of those box. Like I'm wearing bright pink underwear right now, but it's men's underwear. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's, that's I love I love I love the softness of female panties or women's panties. Do I identify as a woman to wear them? Not necessarily. They're just comfortable. Yeah, oh. yeah. like clothes don't have gender, so I don't know. Just like want to wear these, they feel great. Oh, and and for for the audience to be clear, when I say gay under, like this company actually does market to gay men. I'm not saying that my underwear is gay because it's pink. Just that that is the intended audience. <laughs> Perfect. I'm glad you make that distinction for the. I don't want to get canceled, people. Giselle. <laughs> for the thousands of confused guests that are like, yeah. what do you mean? It's like, <laughs> only like, there's only five listeners from Portland and one of them is you. So unless you're yeah. offending yourself, it's fine. Okay. Well, it, well, yeah, but it's not just Portland that's going to be listening to this. So That's true. People in California and Bahrain, I don't know. Is there people down there who watch? I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You said the show gets what, like 400 downloads or something? Yeah, something like that. Some, yeah, and it's, I'm telling you, it's like half of them is me trying to make sure I made the audio right. <laughs> is that good? Is that fine? You are an amazing guest. Uh, I don't know how much more time you have. Do you, you have stuff? I got all day. I'm on oh. vacation. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Also, uh, thank you. For what? I didn't do it. What did I do? You said I'm an amazing guest. I'm saying thank oh, you for chocolate. I'm lying. I'm a terrible liar. <laughs> <laughs> that's how i get all my guests oh yeah yeah you're great looking <laughs> blah, blah, blah. right yeah <laughs> uh, got him um, oh. Oh. yeah you're fantastic also you're very um very scholarly sounding so it's it's a good thing use the word like the <laughs> cool. the okay relax <laughs> um, um also you have like experiences and i love listening to them and having guests to relate to you and your pictures are phenomenal. I would, I, my next question is asking about your style because you yeah. have a specific style that I don't know if you want to explain, but how did you get it and what is it exactly? Um, I, I buy things I like on Amazon. The, uh, <laughs> the Amazon style. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The, I call it Amazon fast fashion realness. Um, that's my look. And I don't know. I just buy what I like. I, I love sequins. I have like five sequin dresses. Um, I think they account for like a third of my wardrobe. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. It varies a little bit. Uh, uh, sometimes it'll get a little more, a little more kink oriented. Sometimes it'll get a little more retro. Uh, oh, is that what you're talking about? Like the retro vibe that I do? Yeah. The, uh, the stylish retro, whatever, everything you wear, fucking hate you. Yes. How do you do it? <laughs> what is it? Yes. Uh, I, I've had kind of a thing for like, um, I, don't, I guess I guess none of my looks are really actually specifically like '60s looks, but I've had a thing for like mid-century 
not just fashion, but like design, everything. I, 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 you know, like Mad Men was one of my favorite shows of all time. Now it's Ted Lasso. Watch Ted Lasso. Yes, please, uh, everyone. Ted yes. Lasso. Um, but uh, I, yeah, I don't have much of a story for this this question though. It's just sort of just I don't know. I buy what I like. I, I get an idea for a look. I'll, like I'll see a dress. I'll be like, ooh, that grabs my eye. What what colors would I pair with that? What shoes does that need? What I think in terms of photo shoots, I guess is maybe the real answer to the question is like, what do I want my next photo shoot to be? What look do I want to serve? And, and I, and I just build around that. It's like a project. Hmm. And like, did it take you years to develop your style, years to develop your look, years to develop your craft? Cause it truly is a right. craft. It seems like a fucking tedious amount of time <laughs> or <laughs> to do everything you do. Cause clearly like if something's good, people spend a lot of time doing this, like this podcast. Sometimes yeah. in an episode, I will spend days, maybe a week, to fucking edit it to make it sound really good. So I'm sure you must spend a good amount of time to make you look the way you do. Well, getting ready, yeah. I, I mean, I put a lot of time off and on over the last several years learning makeup. At the same time, there's a very lazy side of my personality that is like I sort of hit a point where I was like, "Cool, I can get what I want. I, I can, I can stop. I'm not, I'm not. I take my makeup very seriously, but I'm not someone who just." historically sits around every night and just tinkers. I've been doing that a little bit no more now that, you know, I'm hanging out on the discord and we have the video chat. That's been a good way to motivate that actually. So maybe that'll change in the near future. Maybe it will become more of a makeup enthusiast, but it does take me a long time to get ready. I spend usually about two hours, give or take half an hour on my makeup. It's a little bit of effort getting dressed because I need to get on the hip pads. I need to get all the layers on over the hip pads. I need to get on the shapewear. It's all smoke and mirrors, right? Yeah, like I sent you that picture of me flexing. Like I'm not, I'm not a waif of a thing, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? So, so part of that is is I don't know doing some googling. Part of that in particular was like at some point just doing some googling and being like, what what to wear if you're a muscular woman, and just getting a sense of like what cuts kind of balance things out a little bit. Did I miss anything? I don't know. I wear lace front wigs. So that, that, it's not that that takes a long time, but I, it takes more effort than just slapping it on top of my head. I have to glue it down, gluing on nails. Yeah. It takes a while. It's usually about three hours start to finish to get, to get fully dressed and ready to go. Yeah. And your finished product is sometimes uh, masterful. You're like, Oh, hello. Like, <laughs> yeah. And that's how we get that transformation that I'm looking for. That gives me that thrill of feeling fierce, of feeling gorgeous. And you say what? How long has this taken you to get to the point of like masterful status? Like five years, 10 years? How long this has taken? <laughs> like seriously, because it's not an overnight thing. You weren't, unless you're- fucking, No, well, and, like, and like, I really don't want this to sound like false modesty. I truly feel like I'm not a master, right? I, 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 I am making it up as I go along. I have a certain kind of attention to detail that I think has worked really, really well for me, but I, I still have so much to learn. And there's so many questions I don't have answered yet also. To achieve what I've achieved, uh, I don't know. Like it's, it's, been, it's been a, it, it's hard to do the math and like actually condense it down. Like if I was just doing it every day for a period of, if I took all that time and condensed it down into a series of several days, how many hours would it have been? I, I don't know. It's, it's something that I've been doing off and on in the current form for a few years. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And it's probably not a very satisfying answer, but that's the best I can do. That's fine. I mean, yeah, 
you, you do well with what you do and will you work with what you work with and we are all and the discord and the podcast very grateful for what you do because clearly like you've 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 done even uh the discord some video like preparation and i don't know taking an hour or two i missed some of them sorry but i mean people have seen your your work in progress i guess and i don't know what that's been like for you like do you do that for fun do you do that because you want everyone to see your process what is that i just do that for the sake of sharing and community building and connecting with people it it i don't have time every night to do a full look before i get on the video so the next best thing seems especially since i get so many questions about my makeup the next best thing seems to be to just get on video hang out with my new friends and do my makeup while while we hang and talk and I get to connect with people because, I mean, I'm vaccinated, but the city is still mostly shut down. I don't get to see my friends very often. I'm still lonely, right? We're still a little bit, we're not completely done with the pandemic. So it's a, it's, it's nice to connect with friends and I just want to share and give to the community. Yes. And you look great. Of course. Thank you. I've always missed it, but I always see the final product and I'm like, okay, all right then. Well, <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, I mean, again, it's practice and whatnot. Do you have any like recommendations or tips for makeup? Just like some quick tips for people who are just learning because you've clearly had tons of practice or for like a man who's learning makeup or something, what like recommendations can you offer them for makeup? Yeah, yeah. You you probably need more than you think. Even if you're going for a a kind of a no makeup look or a a light makeup look, Um, even for cis women, a light makeup look often is still actually a lot of makeup. (laughs) So... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But depending on how masculine your features are, one of the things that really surprised me actually when I first started learning makeup was actually just how different male faces and female faces are. Maybe it was partly that my girlfriend at the time just had a very differently shaped face, but I was shocked at just how much longer my face is. And I'm not, I'm not like a horse faced person, you know? <laughs> um, Sarah Jessica Parker's here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, exactly. I'm not, I'm not, or, or, or even on the, in the drag world, like Alaska, it's just such a long face. That's, that's not my facial anatomy. I have a very, like, fairly well-proportioned oval face, but still. So it's B. Okay. Yeah. I guess I do have a lot of tips. Um, Share the tips. All the, <laughs> the cross the listener loves your tip. Yeah. <laughs> just a tip, just a tip. Yeah. So <laughs> makeup tutorials are, can be such a quagmire. It can be it can be really helpful watching makeup tutorials by cis women. It can be really unhelpful because there's a there there is so much that can be taken for granted, right? I remember when I was first learning contouring, and I was you know, this was because like I was considering this like this was at the beginning of my journey, right? Started trying to get good at makeup, and um, so like it's not like I had it's not like I'd been using other simpler techniques since I was 12 or 13. And that's the thing is that like cis women grow up in a world where it's normal to start just playing with makeup when you're small. So you have this foundation of knowledge that is very easy to just kind of forget exists. <laughs> and so I remember watching this tutorial about contouring and it started off with, with the, the, uh, the woman doing it. She was like, okay, just apply foundation normally. So like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I need to know that too. Right. <laughs> I remember being like, yeah, it's like, that's like expert level status. So, okay. So right. you're going to brush this off and you're going to, you're going to moisturize. And I'm like, wait, what's, what's, what's a, what's a brush? Hold on. What? Right. <laughs> like, hold on. Hold on. You gotta, you gotta back up there, girlfriend. What, what is that? Hmm? Right. You're like, oh. So 
so you have those kinds of dynamics and it can be, it can be, I think it really contributes to makeup feeling really overwhelming, even though the principles are actually pretty simple. Um, there's a, a, a game changer for me was getting a book actually by Kevin O'Quan, who was a, like a celebrity makeup artist in the nineties. So the book is a little bit dated because it, it was, it's very much that sort of like minimal makeup nineties look that it, that it, it presents, but it provides a very simplified version. What I really liked about it was like, especially now because the makeup world is so like there is a product for everything right you know you do you, do you need eyeshadow primer it works great but is it actually yeah. just like foundation or concealer yeah probably perfectly fine um, yeah. <laughs> right right so like this book presents a very a much more like streamlined like yeah you need you need you need foundation maybe in two shades you need concealer you need some setting powder get something for your eyebrows get some mascara and like you can, oh, and like some bronzer and some highlighter, right? <laughs> yeah, that's your that's your basic palette. You can mm-hmm. do so much with just that, right? Right. But that's not the message that you get when you get on YouTube because everyone's trying to be an influencer and get sponsorships and is and is and is pimping every product that gets thrown at them. So, <laughs> I guess that's my recommendation. Get that book. It's called Making Faces by Kevin O'Quan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you're gonna need. But you're gonna need more you're going to need more makeup than that book presents because you know, you need to do beard cover. You need, Mm -hmm. you don't need to contour heavily, but you should probably contour a little just to kind of like minimize your jawline a little bit to make your nose look a little bit smaller to Mm -hmm. um, emphasize your cheekbones. Right. Yeah. I was going to ask, do you follow any certain like influencers or makeup artists that you recommend for people who are cross-dressing or trans women or, trying to present as feminine not currently i don't follow any actually (laughs) because i'm just like i found my comfort zone with my own makeup routine and um i uh i probably i've I've watched probably surprisingly few interesting okay so you just learned it on the spot you learned how to do makeup on your own no it's not that i didn't watch videos at all i did look them up i found ones i found ones that worked for me and then i just i just did those and then uh, i stopped needing them so watching drag queen makeup tutorials can help too. And I recommend it because it's interesting to see how they do things, but you have to keep in mind that they are doing makeup for the stage. They are, as they put it, painting for the back of the room. It's in, and it results in a, an extremely heavy look that is not meant to like look good up close. <laughs> yeah. So, right, right. Right. And, and that's, and that's one of the deal breakers for me is I do want to look good up close. So, it can be it can be useful to see what they do, especially if you want to play around with like blocking out your eyebrows, which is to say like covering up with like glue or medical adhesive or something, and then and then drawing them back on. Um, if you want to learn how to do things like like more more pronounced contouring, if you really want to like change the appearance of the shape of your face, then drag is a great direction to go with that. But you might need to kind of mix and match techniques to find a, a level of like makeup thickness that is comfortable for you. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. And again, it's comfort level and practice makes better. Right. Yeah. It gets you there. You say you're a photographer. Do you have any, you know, selfie or camera um, tips that many of the listeners can use to make themselves take better photos? Uh, you know, so it's nothing like go buy yourself an SLR and you're like, oh my God, okay, well, <laughs> go buy this lighting. Go buy, okay, well, I said simple. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it really helps to understand lens distortion. Focal focal links and lens distortion, and because this is particularly 
we all kind of take it for granted with our cell phones because they're all like uh, the equivalent, especially the selfie uh, cameras are the equivalent of like a, a 24 millimeter lens, I think, which is kind of wide angle. So if you hold it at arm's length from your face, it's going to make your nose look really big, your chin look small, and your face look narrow, which can be nice. <laughs> I, you know, like some of my selfies, I, I, I intentionally use that. I don't do any, I don't do any filters. I don't do any, I, the only thing I will retouch is like blemishes that aren't permanent parts of my face. Mm, okay. I, I will sometimes in like Lightroom has a, a feature that will, one of the tools is like, you can change the level of detail, right? And it's not like a smoothing thing. It just sort of like kind of mutes the contrast on things like wrinkles. So I will sometimes just turn down the detail a little bit on like the skin around my eyes and things like that. I haven't done that much lately though. Most of like all my more recent photos are just, just what you get. I just do a little color correction and call it good. But lighting, you need good lighting, you know, and that could just mean making sure that you are facing a window. It could mean getting a ring light if you want to. It's, they're, they're cool. I love mine. I feel like it, if I, if I don't want to set up my SLR and do that whole process, I can, set up a ring light and just like take some selfies and feel really good about how they look. But yeah, understanding, I don't know. I, I, maybe it's just that I think uh, lens distortion is just an interesting phenomenon. Um, so I don't know if that's actually a useful answer, but yeah, I'm like, uh, let me Google lens distortion first. Google okay, lens then... It's so like optics are so interesting. You should. <laughs> you, you are very interesting. You have a lot of interests as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, a very, oh. I'm a very curious person. Um, curious. That's what curious. we're here for. Curious, yeah. Yes. Which is good. I mean, curiosity led you to know that you are a cross-dresser and mm -hmm. that you got to steal your... Um, you, you wore someone's clothes that weren't yours. So yeah. yay, yay <laughs> criminality, yes. <laughs> I didn't literally steal them. We just like hung out in their closet and put some on. Okay, so you're definitely a creep at a young age. That's there was a, oh no, yeah, like there was a, yeah, there's consent problems there. There's violation of personal space, all, all kinds of issues. Yeah, right? I mean, that's like, all. Like, a little bit of that. Years old. She was like nine. I don't know. Like, don't cancel me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're gonna cancel you as a nine year old. Jeez. <laughs> How dare he do that to your to her? You didn't. You didn't ask for like goodness gracious. That's like a Portland thing, I'm sure. Like yeah. Oh God, this place gives me anxiety. <laughs> Why do you live there? I don't know. I mean, I guess there's a, there's a lot that I like about it. It's a cool, weird place to be. Like you know, if you've ever seen Portlandia, it, it, it's a it's a fucking documentary. That's what I hear. Put a bird on yeah. it. Yeah, put a bird on it. Uh... <laughs> what? Um, I mean, I should probably end soon because I'm probably we've been talking almost two hours. I love it. Mostly you, which is great because they need they have enough about me. Um, uh, <laughs> I talk every every week now, but I'm so happy you're here. Me One too. question I'd ask you is, what do you plan to do with Maddie moving forward? Like, what do you see for her in the next five years, 10 years, or, you know, as you age, <laughs> even older. So, <laughs> so I mean, that's a, that's a good question. And this, and this, this gets into, you probably got the impression that I think a lot about a lot of things and I have big ideas and I get excited about things. Um, Are you? I don't know if I got that follow, impression in the last two hours. <laughs> like creative follow through is not necessarily my strong suit. I have owned some cool domains for a couple of years now. I have crossdressingtutorials.com. I have dragtutorials.com. Um, but I haven't done anything with them. I've like I've tried, I've started to make a few videos here and there. I enjoy doing it. I get good feedback when I do. It's just uh, like, I don't know. I, I, I probably sound like a very high energy person on this call, but partly that's just because I'm excited. 
but also it's it, like I, I I do struggle with depression and anxiety. Shout out. It, yeah. Real. We have, it's real. It's, it's, and yeah, like, it's real. Yeah. And, and it can be really hard for me to just, just be like, you know, I'd r- just rather watch Ted Lasso, you know? <laughs> right. Shout out Ted Lasso. They're not Ted, Watch Ted Lasso. Much. Such Man, a great show. What a good I'm show. I'm so pumped for season two. What a good show. Football um, is life. Football is life. Fo- football is life. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, I love him. So answering your question about what's next, um, I would love to do something with those. I, I, I Maybe this community will help motivate me and hold me accountable to actually like producing content for these things. I mean, you're doing it now, right? The thing is, you're, you're yeah. doing tutorials. Just fucking record it and post it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the hardest part is, is starting, right? Like, I starting a podcast was fucking tough because i was so scared about how it would sound it sounded fucking shitty it was gonna it was gonna be fucking terrible anyways and it was yeah, yeah, and now look yeah. at me uh, well, but I mean, I mean like like back to the topic of like social anxiety right i'm scared of trolls too you know i don't want, like i have a couple videos on youtube but they're unlisted because i'm i just i just don't want people to be mean to me don't cancel me you know we're gonna be um, mean anyways fuck <laughs> fuck like i know I mean, well, you're, like, you're still here like yeah you're... but no but you're not you're not helpful in this conversation because you have yeah, such a different temperament than i do right <laughs> I, I need i need someone who understands social anxiety to talk me through this but imagine imagine though that like there are people out there who are just like me right who actually do want to know your content and hear about your content and be like yo that was pretty good that was pretty good that's how i see life right like my social right. anxiety is because i see people more like myself and less people like you right yeah well be... right because they're we've you've got two temperaments right you've got two psychologies at play here you've got people like like me who look at doing a thing and are like oh but what if that doesn't go go well what if, what if they're mean to me what if something goes wrong and, that's and people why like I'm you here. and people yeah. like you and people like you who look at it and go what if it's awesome this might be great i might have a good time this could be a really great experience um, I try to be more like that. Believe me, I'm not defending my position. I'm not saying it's the best way to be. It 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 causes me to not do anything, uh, and I don't like that about myself. It's just, but it's a challenge that I'm working with. Yeah, and I mean, maybe that's why we met, right? Maybe I'm yeah. the person to be like, "Hey, Maddie, you want to post that you did today? Huh? 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 Right. Please, thanks. Please do. Please do. Yeah, and you know, obviously, I'm going to tell you, please talk to your coworkers tomorrow, or you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm on say, vacation, so I'm not literally going to talk uh, to them tomorrow. <laughs> What better way to then accidentally slide in and like, oh, is that is that my photo? Oh, is that? Oh, I'm sorry, that's me as mad. As <laughs> so just a, that was so weird of me to send that out to you. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I, um, yes, I have this website and I'm on this podcast. If you want to listen to it, I mean, you could hear it two hours worth. Yeah, of me. It's fine. Right. Yeah. You don't have to. But here's the right. website and link. Go ahead and don't click on it if you don't want to. Just, yeah. yeah. After after leaving after leaving work yesterday, halfway through the day, because I was having a panic attack. And then calling you. <laughs> Perfect. They'll be like, so here's where I was. And here's where I was yesterday. <laughs> um, just talking to this person. I, I think, I, I mean, I'm, I had, I maybe had social anxiety when I was younger or yeah. I, I was around enough people who had social anxiety that I was like, maybe I don't want to be like them. Maybe I'll try something. That, what, what does that mean to you? Like when you say social anxiety, what kind of experience do you picture? Um, for me, I've met, I mean, I went to a very, introverted high school it's one of the top high schools in the in in the u.s it was like two years ago it was last year when i was there it was like number 50 or whatever and it's gotten better um it's a bunch of smart kids usually socially anxious people i know are very smart mm-hmm. are very very big great thinkers have good ideas I, uh-huh. yeah i think it i think it's um there's a correlation between social anxiety and emotion, oh, yeah, yeah. but i can uh, go i can go into uh 
more detail on that when you're done. Continue. I bet. I, I know you will. That's why I wanted all this time for you to fucking <laughs> blabber away. I fucking love it. And that's why that's why I leave this podcast open to whomever wants to talk. If you want to talk and you have something to say, then yeah, listen to it. But the social social anxious person I know is very smart. Is very. It's almost it's almost paradoxical. It's almost paralyzing. It is paralyzing because you're so smart and you're. It's the it's the uh, Goodwill Hunting thing, right? You're, <laughs> you're basically. Will right in this situation, um, you're very smart. You're very um, well. I want to do this. I want to do this. But I know if I do this much, then this will lead to this, and it's just like, yeah. Oh my god! Right. It's it's gaming things out. It's ah. it's 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 having that kind of imagination that it's like, yeah. Well, what if this doesn't go well? What if I feel alienated? What if they make fun of me? <laughs> right? You know, and yeah. and and, and, and like having it's it's rooted in experience, right? I'm I'm a, oh, yeah. I'm, a I'm a big fucking nerd. I got made fun of a lot when I was a kid in school, Love right? It. You know, <laughs> will still yes, I will make fun of you still. Because I know I you, I know you. I, oh, yeah, but you're a friend, and and, and it's all friend. Fun. Whoa, 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 come down there. We Let's have a go good back there. friend. <laughs> whoa, right. sorry, that's yeah, not so what I signed up for. <laughs> Um, but sorry, go on. I, I love interrupting because I'm funny. Oh, just it's yeah. No, I mean, like it feels like a, like I don't I don't claim to be super smart. I'm not a gifted person. I'm kind of I don't know. I I read a lot. I have a good memory for certain kinds of things. I I think a lot, but um, uh, you know, I was I was just, I, I didn't do great in school. It it it's uh, um, <laughs> and I'm and I'm mediocre at my job, right? You know, they're like I feel like everyone I work with, and it's not just imposter syndrome. I feel like there's okay. a yeah. better software engineer than me. Um, sure, there are better podcasters out there than me, and better crossdressers like yourself. We're better at me, but I'm just like, well, I'll just do what I can. That's all. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You're, yeah, okay. Um, uh, anyway, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what point I was trying to make. I don't uh, know where I'm going. I just love to act with you. I got a great. crazy imagination, and it makes me think the world hates me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that makes sense because, like you said. You have read a lot, you've experienced a lot and seen the possible like failures in life that haven't happened to you, but you're worried that that could happen to you and it could. But like in my mind, I'm always like, I'm going to fail anyways, right? Like I'm going to suck at something. Might as well Mm -hmm. just fucking do it and then see what happens and then live that way. Right. And that's super important. I think that like, I want to tie that into the question about, you know, makeup advice also, it's going to look terrible at least the first few times. <laughs> That's so, you know, don't let that stop you. Don't let that don't let that freak you out because when that happened to me, with the first time I tried putting on foundation, I was like, where did all these pores come from? I look horrible, right? <laughs> right, right. Right, right. Chill. It's technique. It just means you have you're not doing it right yet. You know, you don't look awful, you're not going to be ugly. And also it like you you never really you don't get the full effect until you've got everything on, right? You look like mm-hmm. a crazy clown until the last minute, and then you mm-hmm. look gorgeous. Yeah, and especially with yourself, who has really good camera skills and fucking was it your fucking lens, fucking whatever? I don't know. You said a lot of things. <laughs> lens optics, I don't know. Lens, lens distortion, yeah, optics. It's just science of optics. It's the way that it's yeah. Right, your ability to do that, and then you utilize other skills that make you just look better, and then you just get better at it eventually, and. The thing is you have to try or do something, right? I think that's right. what I was trying to get to you. It's just kind of like, go out there, tell your coworkers, maybe sneak them accidentally and stop. send them a telegram. I don't know. Stop, stop, stop bossing me around. Stop bossing me around, Giselle. Well, I will because <laughs> I'm going to. Okay. I'm not going to stop. Because someone has to, right? Someone maybe has I'll to post, nudge you okay. forward. Here's, here's my plan. There's, you know, I'm, 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 I have queer coworkers that I can talk to about this and be like, Hey, what, did, how is this, you know, we're not the same thing, but like there are similar challenges in our, in our lives. How has this been for you? Right. That's been my plan to go, go talk to a particular coworker and 
see if he has any advice around that. And maybe I'll maybe I'll post a link to the show to this episode. Yes, yes. Tell them about the Patreon. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I know you don't really know what this is, but would you like to give some money to this podcast that I was on for one episode? Sure. I think I think <laughs> the show needs a product or something. I think the pod the podcast is marketing, right? You need you need to to point the podcast at something that can be a revenue generator for you. You? Um, I don't know. Is <laughs> me? <laughs> I'm not a product. Are you a thing? I don't know. You, you, you seem like collaborate? a really cool You want to do crosswrestlingtutorials.com together? Let's do it. Yes. Look, look. We're already doing a collab. Like <laughs> a, a very lazy collab. It's like, here, <laughs> I guess I'll do this. Sure. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I stand by the product of you. You seem like you know what you're doing. And if you're, okay. if that's, if you're, if you need me to push you because you're the idea generator, and then I'd be like, okay, Maddie. Go do this. Okay. Well, push me. Please push me. Get get to know me well enough also to know, because like if you push me too hard, I might get overwhelmed and break. No. So. Well, I do push just, a little. I mean, yeah. Sorry, I do push <laughs> a little hard. I mean. I'll, I'll let you know when you're getting to that point, if it okay. happens. Yeah. yeah please just, let me know. All I ask is that you take me seriously. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I have. What? what, what, what <laughs> we're, we're, excuse me? Have we not talked for two hours? Sheesh. But yeah, I mean, I am happy to see your progress. I mean, you've been Maddie for how long have you been Maddie for now? Maddie, like by that name? Yeah, Maddie or yeah. How long is that? Madeline, Ms. Madeline. Um, (laughs) Madeline, Madeline Aubergine. Um, It's a very overwrought dick joke for anyone who doesn't know. I don't know. Sorry. You don't know? Okay, well, (laughs) it's it's Madeline like Marilyn, but with a D. And Aubergine is French for eggplant, so... Nice. That's, uh, yeah, that's nice. my that's, my sense of humor can be a little Andy Kaufman esque sometimes. Like if it makes if I think it's funny, then I'll put it out in the world like it's a real joke. <laughs> it doesn't always work out, but hmm. big words. Okay, you said yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Don't, it could be a little what? Don't worry, the older people won't know who Andy Kaufman is. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. well, uh, a Man on the Moon with Jim Carrey. He was a uh, Andy Kaufman was a, uh, a comedian on Saturday Night Live. And, oh yeah, Man on the Moon, right? Man of the moon. Yeah, Man on the Moon. That's who he played in Man on the Moon. So, like, the, yeah, like this Andy Coffin was known for playing these elaborate pranks, but not actually telling anyone that, like, he he would he did right. this whole thing where he like did this like women he would like wrestle women wrestlers and like right. just just like like beat them horribly every time, and everyone was like, "You're just a dick," and <laughs> but but he was like, "No, this is really funny," and but I don't know. I, I think there's some, some uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Anyway, I, I relate to that a little bit. Is my point is like um, I get it. Okay, yeah, I get it. I, so sometimes, so I, you're Jim Carrey. I make jokes that I think are funny and don't bother to explain them to anyone else, and sometimes have to. And of course, once you've had to explain a joke, it's not funny. I fully acknowledge all these problems. Um, mm. Man on the moon, huh? Man on the moon. <laughs> yeah, man on the moon. <laughs> uh, sorry, my humor is deeply rooted in like really bad sarcasm because i grew up on the simpsons and like animaniacs uh, and like yes. really yeah terrible like 90s writing which is great because it's like people of your age like it it's also kind of stupid smart humor but it's smart i don't know it's weird i love nothing more than a very intelligent person making a dick joke that's my oh, favorite yes. it's my favorite comment like i love the high Perfect. low I love the high, right, right. Like, like, uh, uh, John Waters movies are one of my favorite things. Right. Because they're just so, they're so gross and dumb, but you can tell that they're being made by really smart people. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and I love that contrast. I love that. I love finding the intelligence in the in the in the stupidness. Oh man, yeah, you've come to the right place, girl. Yeah, this is yeah. the Cross Yes podcast where I make <laughs> such stupid humor and stupid clips that people are like, "Oh, that's funny." Like, "Oh, I get it." Also, I, I grew up on Conan O'Brien, so like his kind mm. of humor. If you like his humor, oh yeah, no, and he wrote for The Simpsons, so there's a he wrote for that The makes Simpsons. Sense. Yeah, yeah. He, a very smart guy went to uh, Cornell, not Cornell. Where did he go? Um, I think all those guys go to Harvard. I think he went to Harvard. Yeah, all those yeah. smart guys went to Harvard. All the SNL writers went to Harvard. Very smart, written like comedy. If I were to be something, I'd, I mean, that's why I just put my writing into the podcast, and it kind of comes out as like, oh, this is kind of smart. It's, I hope is I hope that comes off. Oh, it, does. it does. It does. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. it does. <sighs> okay. Whew. Absolutely. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. And, and I've attracted smart guests. I don't know where they are today, but um, I think I got you. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, like that smart humor, right? Like that is funny. Yeah, because completely. Yeah. You are, you are clearly smart. I think that smart. Yes. Think, clearly smart. <laughs> I'm, uh, you're, you're giving me so many compliments and I'm, and I'm, I have caught myself saying self complimentary things a bunch over the course of this conversation. I'm, I'm a little nervous about that because I don't want to. Is that bad? I, it's, <laughs> is that, is, I don't ever want to. I don't ever yeah. want to come off as egocentric. Um, oh well, too bad. Sorry, too bad. it's too late. Too late. Too, late. <laughs> two hours into this, and we already know you fucking love yourself. So, would, would you like the room to yourself? Because yeah, it's a very, it's a love hate relationship. I promise. Fine. Yeah. Very well. <laughs> sure, that's what you call it. Fine. I love this. I love the banter that um, you're trying with me. Um, it's great. It's a, oh it's an oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this is what more this is what good podcasts do right like i don't know you um i barely met you and i for some reason really love your company and love you and love your demeanor and thank you i'm having a great time too i will do this as much as you want oh ill i mean let Ew. me talk first oh, okay <laughs> okay all right <laughs> all right it's uh did you, uh, it's the black mirror uh, whoa whoa did you watch? Did you watch? You've seen Black Mirror, obviously. Very smart. I've show. seen one episode. Okay, yeah, oh. it's a very, it's a very smart show, and it is something that like I, I should like. But again, that having that like strong negativity bias in my brain, it's hard for me to watch. I need things that are optimistic and uplifting, like Ted Lasso, not things that are like oh, okay. technology is going to ruin everything. Yeah. No, this one. Oh, this one's good though. Um, it's it's negative, but like ooh, super positive, like thinking. Um, the episode mm. I will. I'm going to talk about in, in a future cross. Yes. I talk about a lot of things I'm going to talk about in future episodes, but an episode called uh, striking vipers. Um, the premise is to, I talked about this with another coworker because I was very interested in this episode because the potential uh, ramifications of this kind of technology in the future, very, very like crazy. Um, oh yeah. The, the quick synopsis. I don't know why this is going to make it an episode, but um, um, <laughs> two guy friends have been playing video games their entire lives. Like Street Fighter games. You played Street Fighter, right? Mortal Kombat, yeah. those kind of like fighting games. Girl, I'm a kid in the 90s. Yeah, of course. Right. Fast forward maybe 30, 40 years. There's this new game that comes out. It's a neural. It's a it's a similar type of game, um, but it has a neural oh, component. I've heard of this one. Yeah, keep going. You can put your yourself into the game, right? Um, these two guy friends, one guy is already married. One guy is single or whatever. And they play this game and basically you become the person in the video game. So one person yeah. plays like a male character think like uh, ryu or ken right the other sure. person plays like a chun li version right yeah. both asian yeah. characters they're uh, the both real life characters are black um the roth like the asian part doesn't have anything to do. i'm just super interested because the girl's really hot she plays um mantis in uh marvel in uh, oh yeah yeah in the uh, guardians of the galaxy yeah yeah 
So she plays one of them and the other guy's played by whomever. Anywho, they're about to fight. The, the game starts. They're both in the game as a characters and like, oh, wow, we really feel the bodies. Oh, wow, I can feel like the punching. This feels weird. They're about to fight. And then all of a sudden, like when it starts, they're like hitting each other. They get really into it. And then they end up kissing. Mm. kissing and then fucking eventually just like weirded out once they're done they go back to their regular brains and they're like oh that's weird right like what do you mean that was really weird and i'm like no no that's fine they end up playing again and they were like we're just gonna fight and they end up fucking again end up doing it like three or four or five six ten times later fast forward they try to figure out like do i like this <laughs> like is this what i really want yeah. you know and then the other person's yeah. married and it's like he hasn't told his wife that like oh i'm fucking on a regular very interesting um, thing about it, but like I, I'm just bringing it back to this because it's like you and I have some sort of connection. That basically, if you were a video game character, I would fuck you. This is <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, I didn't. I, I really didn't see this culminating and that being the no point. one ever I thought, does. I thought it was no going to get a little does. more philosophical, but um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Well. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the the intellectual fucking is very very important here you're very smart and i get on your level i think thank you yeah it it so where i thought you were gonna go with that is like the implications of uh like artificial representations of identity yeah that too yeah yeah, that's what like in 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 this future that we're moving toward we're increasingly you know we're we already see it with things like snapchat and face up fucking face up um mm-hmm. but uh right and, and truly any game that has an avatar right that any game that has a, yeah exactly right you know and, whatever gender or whatever animal you want to present as that's yeah or, or or even a more it's still even just in these more old-fashioned spaces like discord which is just sort of like a wrapper around like irc you know which was you're probably too young wow. for this but <laughs> irc well all right the first um, aim ladies and gentlemen and yeah. non-binary people of the world um irc yeah Slack before uh, uh, Slack, uh, essentially. It it's still in this. So, like personally, right? This is the interesting thing: is that it it being Maddie adjusts the dials on my personality, right? And it doesn't necessarily take. It doesn't like. I actually wanted to get dressed for this call just to like get that effect. I didn't end up didn't end up having time for it. So, I've just been like I strapped on some heels and I'm drinking a mimosa. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's the whole like gender being an input output process thing, right? You know, I can get on Discord, I can I can put up a picture of myself as Maddie, and people relate to that person, and I respond to those signals as though I am that person, even if I'm not wearing any of the stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and so what happens when we do have augmented reality avatars, virtual reality reality avatars? What you know, ten years from now, if the Crossgas Discord is a um, you know, a, a fully virtually reality capable place where we can. Yeah. Oculus capable, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's like a whole Oculus experience where we all have very realistic representations of like whoever we want to be seen as. Right. Um, I'm just feeling your boobs is Maddie. Like, Haha. <laughs> that's all I'd be doing. Well, that's the terrible it's going, way. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it goes from being an, an interesting what if in an episode of dark mirror to like a thing that we're all actually living every day, you know, it's going to do, it's right. going to be a mind fuck in terms of identity. And I can't wait to get there. <laughs> I, I wish I was already there. I mean, it'd be great when we're like 75 yeah. or 80 and we're like tw- in our 20 year old bodies. Like, Oh yeah. Know. Oh yeah. So that's what Maddie has to look forward to, huh? All right. Mm-hmm. Being mm-hmm. groped by me in VR. Perfect. That doesn't sound like a bad day. I mean, I'm, re- I'm down. I'm, I'm ready now, but good. You know, 
All right. Perfect. <laughs> uh, anyways. All right. Um, what's left? Any other questions? I'm in no rush. I know. I, I need a nap because I work at like <laughs> So it's probably like, hey, like, hey, just how did you sleep today? And I'm like, no, nah, I was talking to a person I'm going to grope in the future. Like, what? <laughs> Virtually grope. Virtually grope. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah that's totally fine. What? Yeah, no. Weird. Stop groping. Like, okay. <laughs> um, I am from I am from California though, so yeah, you know our governors in the past. Shout out to Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, um, <laughs> I don't know why that came out of my <laughs> Arnold. If you're listening, big fan. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Arnold's a closeted crossdresser. <laughs> um, There's a one of his first movies. Uh, what was it called? I hope I can remember. Oh. Um, um, uh, the one where he's in space, right? No, not the one where he's in space. It's the oh. the one where he, the one where he basically plays himself. He's like a he's like a just a you know up and coming bodybuilder. But, oh, but, um, but it, twins. No, not not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've got jokes. I don't know why I have these stupid jokes. I'm like thirty, and I don't know why I have a twins. No, joke. it has this. <laughs> it has this crazy unexpected scene where he's also like this accomplished like bluegrass fiddler. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't remember. That. <laughs> it's it's not a it's a, I think it's called Stay Hungry. Yeah, it's called Stay Hungry. And so like, if you want to if you want a weird very early Arnold experience that that results in like a, a riot of bodybuilders uh, like hitting the street. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> and also in which Arnold basically plays himself, but is an accomplished bluegrass fiddler. It's a fun experience. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. And that is our future governor. Thanks. Yeah. I think he wears satin. I think he's wearing some like satin cowboy outfit in that scene, which is what made me interesting. Think. I will yeah. now have to watch. Yeah, uh, former Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> in a satin cowboy outfit. Not something I was thinking about today, but thank you, thank you for that interesting. Sure. Hit. Yeah. T- tell me if it's hard to find. I don't. Know, I think maybe Jeff Bridges is in it, and like Susan Sarandon or something. Wow. What a yeah. Asked. Yeah, so it's, it's someone, it's people along those lines. I don't remember if it's them exactly. Don't even know. Okay, well, I'll have to yeah. look that up. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, Ed anyway. Bigley Jr. is in it. He's, he's always yeah. fun. Well, yeah. I, from groping to Arnold to satin boy, cowboy outfits. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're all over the place in this episode. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, well, uh, this was an amazing, great conversation. Thank you for being a part of it. I don't yeah, know why. Thank you for inviting me. I had a great time. Yeah. Um, I hope, I'm glad you had fun. Oh, so much fun. You're right. Well, we'll we'll have a collab eventually of our yeah. makeup tutorial things. I don't know why. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Perfect. Yes, but I'll end this one. Uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, I <laughs> do have to again. end. Uh, yeah. Yes, but we we're, will definitely have. We're going to do. Yeah, we're going to do the roundtable Sunday. Right? Wigs on Sunday. Wigs uh, on I Sunday. You, I can't wait have... to talk more about wigs. A lot to talk about wigs, your lace fronts, and um, yeah, your know, below I mean, the belt wigs yeah. as well. So, my Merkins is that what we're talking about? I don't know, sure, <laughs> <laughs> I'm all over the place too. Um, but in I end my interviews, at least the first ones, in with the question in a perfect world of cross dressing sexuality and gender, ah. Maddie, what does that look like to you? I want to see a world where, like, I don't want it to be just chill. I don't actually want it to be just mm. chill, right? Mm-hmm. Because so much of what I enjoy is the reaction that I get. Um, the last thing I want is someone to see Maddie and be like, oh, cool, right? I want them to be, whoa, that's you? Which is, right. <laughs> you know, that's that's much <laughs> yeah, more satisfying. Yeah. Um, so like, it still has to be a surprise. It, 
I want a world where it's not emasculating. I want a world where it's it doesn't it's not seen as an insult to your value as a man to want to present as a woman. Huh, <laughs> um, okay. Right? Interesting. Okay. There should be nothing shameful about it. There should be nothing that diminishes you about being a crossdresser. You should be able to and this I don't know. We'll have to do a part two <laughs> on this question at some point, right? Because like it, it makes me want to go into much more of a conversation about Jesus, my train of thought just went out the just completely derailed. Give me a second. I haven't been drinking that much. I had like one mimosa and I only just started the second one, I promise. <laughs> like a mimosa cup or a mimosa carafe? Because that's totally different, girl. That's... A cup, a cup, a cup. I'm talking okay, about three okay, three it. ounces okay. of champagne. I've had I've had uh, okay. maybe right. maybe four ounces now. Okay. Okay. Is, I'm I'm, mm. I'm a much heavier drinker for for that to, than for that to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it would be yes. Yeah. So, it's, it's only one in the afternoon. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's vacation and cross dressing is for you drinking. So. I don't know. I want to see a world where it doesn't, it, 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 it's not seen as a slight, right? That, that, that a man in a dress is not inherently a joke. Maybe it can be a joke sometimes. I'm not completely yeah, true. against yeah. that. Right. But it should be, I still want the surprise, but I want people, I, I want people to look at me and, and, and be like, that's fucking fierce. You're amazing. Yeah. Um, you get that now. I do, I do get that. I do, I do get that now. I do get that now, but it would be nice if the, if the, the broader popular, again, like I live in ultra liberal Portland, and I surround myself with moderate to ultra liberal people. <laughs> and uh, so, of course, I get that reaction, you know, uh, as far as the broader national identity and like zeitgeist goes, you know, I want it to be a thing that is like the thing that like Drag Race is helping to create, right? You know, that like it was, it was the first time anywhere that I was able to look at the TV and see a man in a dress and have it not only not be a joke, but to be very empowering. And there is, there is, there is power in that kind of feminine expression. I mean, maybe that's why I like the big looks, right? Because they do take up so much space because they're so loud because, because they're fierce. Right. And that's, and that's the version of of femininity that I want to reinforce, right? This is, it's, it's partly a a political act for me to be a crossdresser. I I frame it that way Hmm. because I want to contribute to normalizing a world where women can be outrageous and take up space and grow and be gross and, and, and like not have to like act or look like men in the process. Right. So if I can put more imagery into the world that supports that cause, that's really meaningful to me because, because women are great. I agree. And you, present as a beautiful one that is very i don't know it's very annoying to me how good <laughs> you do of a woman it's very fishy right the fish like girl you're fishy are you serious you are like um, you're so fucking cute i like, like i can't get enough of, of your little face i just want to squish you i get so much cuteness aggression looking at you if you were more of a fish i would have thought i was interviewing um the ocean because clearly you are <laughs> You live in it. We didn't even talk about pa- two hours. We didn't even talk about passability. That's a whole other oh, topic. That I, I mean, have, like, I, I want to. Like, I could go on for an hour about that. You, you, because you are it. You are passability. I don't. Do I, don't think, I don't. I don't oh, think so. I don't. Here. No, I don't. I don't. What? I don't think, what? I don't, <laughs> what? What the I don't, fuck? 
I think passability is, I think it's this, I think it's a, it's a, I think it's a unicorn that we all chase. Sure. But, or some of us anyway, but I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's ever truly attainable. Right. Especially as the world gets more used to gender non-conforming people. Right. You know, like it, you, you, you could pass in a world where no one expected anyone to be trying to pass as a member of the opposite sex. It would just be like, Oh, that's kind of a mannish woman. Right. But, but now that the expectation is out there that like, this is a thing that there are, um, a whole variety of gen, you know, like gender non, uh, non-normative gender identities, right? I think I think a lot of people are a little more attuned to the well, that and like androgyny um, stimulates curiosity, right? So any traits that might contribute to you getting clocked are going to like just grab attention. You might not get clocked. You might. You might not. I don't know. And and I'll, ask me ask me this question again in a year when I've actually like spend some time going out and seeing what kind of reactions I get. But I don't expect people to not know that I'm a crossdresser and like passing is not my goal. I don't try to pass. I just want to feel as gorgeous as possible. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even want to bring the topic up because like, what is there to ask you? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, what do you well, this is an easy one to test too, right? You know, it's like, I, unfortunately I haven't gone out right as Maddie. So I, I, I don't have any data to bring to this conversation, but um it's, I don't know. I don't think I'm being self-deprecating. I don't think, I I feel good about how I look. I think I look pretty. I don't think that anyone doesn't know that I have a dick. I mean, unless you whip it out, then you're like, oh, okay, there it is. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean. But I get what you're saying. But yeah, I'll slow down a little bit. I'm, I apologize everyone who listens to their podcast, especially the people who listen to their podcasts on accelerated speeds. I talk fast when I get excited and I'm very excited to be here. So I'm sorry I couldn't slow it down. Well, we are very thankful I'll get, for I'll your get better at that. speed of <laughs> for the podcast. Um, for the podcast listener, um, thank you, girl. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day off today. I yeah. think you have. Are you drinking? Well, you're already drinking, so you enjoy the rest of your day off today. And then tomorrow you will be partying with your friend. Wigs. I'm very excited to talk to you about it because yeah, yeah. every time I see your hair, I'm like, how? 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 <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that's the reaction i love about that wig is, is like when people go like how is that not growing out of your head yeah like it looks so real I, but that's obviously practice and stuff because i've seen some other you know drag queens are passable passable like cross-dressing men and or just like yeah oh yeah damn yeah so good. you i mean the the short answer is you keep the lace clean but yeah if you get the makeup on it then it gets you get kind of this hard line and it's really obvious Indeed. Uh, well, anyways, girl, uh, thank you so much for being on this episode, and you will have you obviously on the podcast again. Uh, do you want to give shout outs to your? I don't know if you want to do your your Instagram handles or what you're on on the social media if you oh. want to be on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, Ms. Madeline everywhere. I've got a real consistent uh, brand name. <laughs> so that's M I Z M A D I L Y N, like Marilyn, but with a D. You do have the D, yes. I do have the D. Instagram. I mean, that's probably the best place. Technically, I have a tech, TikTok, but I haven't. Maybe I'll have something there by the Ooh. time this actually airs. I have a project in mind. If you're a Schitt's Creek fan, I'm going to do some Moira Rose lip syncs. So, uh, yes, Franz, <laughs> all the Franz. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll 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 see how that goes. the The account exists. Same username, Ms. Madeline. But yeah, Instagram's the best place to find me. Yes. Well, uh, thank you, girl, uh, for being on the podcast. And then, again, I'm very jealous of every look you do. Uh, it's very it's disheartening. And I uh, don't want that to be the case. Oh, my God. But, I just... 
but I know that it's like it's disheartening because it's like it makes me want to do more though. Oh, so. but like I know that emotion myself. So you know, there's because there's always someone prettier, and you look at that person, and you're like, oh, it just you. feels like a, it's like a like a punch to the gut, right? And it just <laughs> you're very pretty. I, thank you, thank you, thank you. I it feels good to be pretty. I. I, I, I'm proud of my accomplishment with with the text yeah. that I, I produce. I, it also breaks my heart that I ever like those that that ever makes anyone feel bad about themselves. That, that so they, they have issues. Then fuck them. Sorry. No. Well, we. I'm kidding. Obviously, we're just very happy that you're here. I'm very happy yeah. that you're part of the podcast. And clearly, you're not a bitch about it. If you were a bitch about it, then you'd be like, "Yeah, I know I'm hot shit. Fuck all you guys." I'd be like, "Okay, well, no. all right, we're not going to have you on the podcast. Like that's yeah. enough." No, well, we're happy course. that we're happy to have like a wouldn't say queen but we're happy to have you as like you know someone oh. to look up to and well, like inspiring uh, queen i want to be a queen okay well fine the fucking i don't know princess i'll probably never like again i'm a big, big ms cracker fan she defines a drag queen as like there, there's a component of sacrifice that goes into being a true drag queen right you know it needs mm-hmm. to like really like um sacrifice your life to it i think it's kind of the nutshell of what she said um but uh you know if you're if you're if it's like a weekend thing for you you can be a drag princess and uh that's probably going to be the, the the best i uh accomplish and i'm happy with that so maybe i'll get there i don't know i, I need to do more with i need to do more with wigs because i've just got this one i'm in my comfort zone i love it feels like me but i don't know i need more and i keep going and you keep trying to get off the call so i'm gonna stop I'm happy you're here. I love it. Thank you. I, I would have left an hour and a half ago if I was like, okay, I'm done with this bitch. Like, okay, I got to go. Babe. <laughs> or if I start asking the question in a perfect world, you'd be like, oh, fuck. Really? It's 30 minutes in. in deeper. <laughs> yeah. But um, thank you um, before I, I need to go nap soon. because I'm tired. Yeah, go nap. Go get some sleep. And finally, the miscellany. Yes! And that was the end of my curious conversation with Maddie, who was again possibly the cross yas podcast most eager guest, which I was all for. I tried to match her energy and intelligence because she's definitely put a lot of thought about what cross-dressing means to her, and, well, she's well-versed in her craft. She's also read books on makeup and camera lighting, and, I don't know, she's watched a whole lot of RuPaul's Drag Race, and if you ever seen her photos, well, this girl has a lot of style for sure. I really enjoyed everything Maddie and I talked about, and I'm honored to have her part of the Cross Yas community and Cross Yas production team as well. She's going to be a staple around here, and I can't wait to do a collaboration with her and her cross-dressing tutorials when that's up and running, hopefully soon. That's all for this episode. Going to release several episodes this month, because again, it's June and it's Pride Month. Hopefully lots of them will be Curious conversations, but she's going to go and edit them, and I'll keep you posted. Check out our Discord if you haven't yet on our website, crossyaspodcast.com. The Discord is our Crossyas Confidential. Support us if you haven't already via our Patreon, which can be found on our website, and send me feedback, Giselle at crossyaspodcast.com. Tell someone about this podcast if you haven't already. I'm sure you, the Crossyas listener, know people who would love to hear what I have to say, what my guests have to say, and hopefully they can relate and feel better about themselves. But that's all. Remember, nobody cares. Do whatever you want. Wear whatever you want within reason. And hey, maybe be kind to yourself too. No need for shame here because, well, I'm here and I have no shame and I love you. And I want you to live your life fully and authentically. 
But until next time, as always, keep it fresh, stay blessed, and remember, you're gorgeous! Again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story. Have others come on the podcast to share their story to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender a bit more. Thank you.